Welcome to the Magoosh IELTS Podcast. This is episode 17. In this episode, we will answer your student questions about taking the IELTS, including what is test day like? How can I improve my writing band score? And how can I be more confident during the IELTS speaking test? Be sure to visit us at ielts.magoosh.com for more great resources to improve your IELTS band score. Use coupon code IELTSPODCAST to save 20% off your IELTS test prep. Okay, let's get started. We have a great show for you today. We asked the Magoosh IELTS Facebook group for their biggest questions about taking the IELTS, and your teacher Elliot is going to answer them here. That's right. I know that taking the IELTS can be tough. There's a lot at stake, and we want to help you get the score you need. I'm happy to answer your questions today, and if you're listening to this and have questions too, you can email me at help at magoosh.com with a voice memo of your biggest IELTS question, and maybe we'll answer it in a future episode. Yes, we'd love that, and make sure to include your name and location in the voice memo too. Are you ready to get started? Yeah! Okay. Kim on Facebook asks, Can anyone tell me what the IELTS test day is like? Day of. Can I bring a phone and lunch? Great question, Kim. Uh, That's one we get from a lot of students. So you can bring a phone to the center in most cases, but uh, you're going to have to keep it outside of the test room with all of your other personal items. In fact, the only thing you can take into the testing room itself are a pen or pencil, uh, an eraser, and your ID. That's what you can keep on your desk when you take the IELTS. So uh, you're going to have to keep those things outside. That includes food, too. So uh, I recommend that you eat a big breakfast before your test day because you can't take food in with you into the testing room, okay? Uh, Some other tips, some other things I always advise to students uh, about test day is to make sure you plan your route to get to the test center well ahead of time, a few days before, right? What what buses do you have to take or uh, how what route are you going to drive in your car uh, to get there? And make sure to show up to the test center uh, a, a little bit earlier. I, I always advise students plan to arrive at least 30 minutes to an hour early. Uh, and then if you need to wait outside or something like that, that's fine. The worst case scenario is to be late. If you're too late, they're not going to let you take the exam. So plan your route ahead and avoid that stress of trying to get to the test center on time. The other thing is make sure you know what kind of ID to bring, some identification uh, that's required by your test center, and make sure you bring that because you will not be able to take the test uh, before if you don't have the proper ID. Okay, the last thing to keep in mind is that the listening, reading, and writing section take two hours and 40 minutes. That's a long time to have to maintain a high level of concentration, right? So first thing is to to practice that, right? Uh, Taking mock tests at home where you replicate those exact conditions, right? The timing uh, so that you're brain sort of gets some training, uh, staying constant, uh, keeping a high level of concentration.
attention for that amount of time. That's an important step as you prepare for the test, okay? But then on test day, just remembering to sort of uh, try to stay focused, to, uh, to not let your frustration or fatigue get in the way, that you just need to maintain that high level of performance for, the, for that two hour and 40 minute window, then you're going to take your speaking test at some other time, maybe later that day, or uh, some, some centers allow you to schedule it on a different day. Uh, so that, that's a separate thing. Those three sections though, the listening, reading, and writing, that's what you need to sort of mentally prepare for and to prepare for in your training as you're getting ready for the test. We're gonna give you more information about test day uh, requirements and what to expect on test day. You can look down in the show notes for that information. Those are some really useful tips, Elliot. I definitely agree that you should eat a big breakfast before your test. I know when I get hungry, I have a hard time thinking about anything besides food. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, here's another question for you. Letitia on Facebook asks, how can I improve my writing from six to seven? Before we get the answer to Letitia's question, let's pause for a word from Magoosh. Thanks, Naomi. Do you want a great IELTS score? Well, guess what? Magoosh can help. Here's how. We have in-depth video lessons that cover IELTS concepts, pitfalls, and shortcuts, over 200 practice questions to help you prepare, 24-7 email access to a team of smart and fun remote tutors ready to answer your questions. So, are you ready to improve your score and get into your dream program? Great! We're ready to help. Visit us at ielts.magoosh.com. That is I-E-L-T-S dot M-A-G-O-O-S-H dot com. Use coupon code IELTSPODCAST, that's one word, no spaces, to save 20% off your IELTS test prep. That's it. All right, now back to the story. That magical number seven, okay, it's a cutoff for many programs, seven or 7.5 is something that many, many students are trying to get. And so uh, your question's a great one. Trying to get from six to seven is is a journey that many students are are currently on. Okay, I'm gonna give some advice though that applies to any student in your position from trying to get from six to seven, but uh, also applies to others as well. Looking to get uh, possibly a higher score or a different band score than that, okay? Because the advice is very similar for everyone. The first thing you need to do is to understand what is it that makes my writing a level six currently, or whatever level you currently have, right? So to do that, you go to the band score descriptors. You can find them on the IELTS website, and we'll put a link to them down below. This is where you find a description of each band score level. You should know these very well and know what it's going to take to get to that next spot, that next band score you're trying to achieve based on these descriptions, okay? So study that first. Now, secondly then, my advice to you is to think about how much time you have to devote to improving your writing, okay? If you have a lot of time to take, okay? So if you have a couple of months before the exam, 
consider getting a tutor or taking a class, right? Because you can do things like make significant improvements to your vocabulary or grammar during that amount of time, and that can boost your score, okay? Now, most students don't have a lot of time before the test, okay? It's more limited. Some students come to me with only a week to go. Others have a month or maybe just over a month, okay? So it's not reasonable to expect that you're going to improve your grammar, uh, something really as complicated as grammar uh, significantly in a very short amount of time. So for those students, I recommend focusing on other things. Uh, for example, organization. How, uh, how well are you organizing your essays with thesis statements, with paragraphs that make sense and are logical, that have a main point to each one, right? Each body paragraph has a main point, and you've organized uh, all of your ideas in each body paragraph around that main idea, right? And you provide examples and all of that. Okay, there are lots of descriptions. You can, again, you can go to the Magoosh IELTS blog. We've got, uh, we've got blog posts on the various types of uh, essay questions that you have to answer on the IELTS to learn how to organize your answers and to sort of um, present your ideas in the way that the IELTS wants you to can really boost your score if you're not doing that well at the moment, okay? Other things, time management, how well, how easy it is it for you to come up with ideas, especially for part two of the test. Do you lose time on brainstorming and planning because you're sitting there thinking and not sure what to write about? That can bring down people's score as well, okay? So just coming up with those ideas. So this takes practice. You have to practice many essay questions, even if you you don't write out the full question, okay? So you don't take the full 40 minutes to write out your task two question, for example. If you just take the time and practice your brainstorming for a, as many questions as you can, that can be a very valuable exercise. I also advise anybody, even if you've got just a very short time to study before the exam, study vocabulary. Try to learn 10 to 15 new words every day because vocabulary is another thing you can do to boost your score from that six to seven range uh, like you're hoping to do. Good tips, Elliot. It sounds like time management is a huge part of succeeding with IELTS writing. Also, if you need more practice with vocabulary, I recommend listening to previous episodes of this podcast where we cover a ton of really useful vocabulary you'll need to know for the IELTS. Exactly. The best way to learn vocabulary is through repeated exposure to new words that you hear in context. Okay. I have one last question for you. This one was submitted to us via voice memo to help at magouche.com. It comes from Jean-Luc in Seattle who sent us this message. Hi, Elliot. I get nervous and make a lot of mistakes during the speaking interview. How can I stop making mistakes? Many students do get a little nervous on the speaking test. It's really understandable, okay? But there are things you can do, all right? So first of all, my advice is to focus on part one of the test. Every day, just a little bit of study on the kinds of questions you get in the first section of the test, okay? These are, uh, even though you can't uh, definitely know, you can't predict with certainty what questions you are going to be asked in the interview, 
you can know ahead of time that these are going to be personal questions, kind of small talk questions, okay, about your family, about school, about your um, hobbies and habits, daily sort of daily habits that you have, okay. That is predictable, these sort of larger topics. So you should be practicing as many of these kinds of questions as you can. And in fact, we, are, we have a really great list of them on the Magoosh Isles blog, okay, where uh, we'll put a link to that as well below, where you can study uh, hundreds of these sort of part one small talk questions. And if you go over a few every day, you're going to get more and more comfortable talking about yourself, your family, your hometown, all these kinds of things. That's a great way to handle the nervousness you might feel. A second piece of advice is to master the planning that goes into part two of the test, right? Part two is where you have to give a monologue response, okay? So you're supposed to speak for one to two minutes on a topic. And here, again, you're not going to know exactly what uh, topic you're going to have to discuss in this uh, for part two, but you will know that the structure of your answer is going to be highly predictable, okay? So every part two prompt is kind of organized the same way. There are a couple of sort of short answer questions that they ask, like usually two to three little uh, small points that you're asked to make. And then there's an open-ended question where you have to uh, respond with more length about a slightly more complicated aspect of the topic they've provided to you. Okay, so if you practice these part two questions repeatedly, and it, which involves planning an answer in one minute and then responding uh, with uh, responding appropriately to the sort of small points and then opening it up with detail about the longer point that you're supposed to discuss from the prompt, if you practice this repeatedly, you will get good at answering, uh, at least at providing answers with the structure that you need to use for part two of the test. And again, that can help to make you feel less nervous because the more you do it, the more comfortable you will feel uh, that you can approach any, uh, any part two question and know that you can at least answer it in the proper way. Even if the vocabulary is tough or you're not sure, you know, exactly immediately what ideas you can say, the more you practice it, those ideas will come to you faster and you're going to at least know how to organize them as you give your response. This was a lot of fun. Thanks so much for taking the time to answer student questions today, Elliot. I hope that this helps our listeners have a more successful IELTS experience. Yes, those were great questions. If this episode helped you, we invite you to send us your questions to help at magoosh.com with the subject line IELTS podcast, and we may answer it on a future episode. That's our show. Thanks for listening. If you like our show, help us out by leaving a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. It helps people find us. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Until next time, this is Naomi at Magoosh wishing you happy studying. Sorry to jump in at the end of your podcast, but I wanted to say a big thank you for listening. And if you love the podcast and would like to help me keep them free, do consider sponsoring me. You can subscribe for as little as 99 cents a month to sponsor a segment. Or if you want to do something as a one-off, you can click the link again in the show notes 
and buy me a coffee. It's a great way to help me spread this word as far and wide as possible to people like yourself who perhaps can't afford to get high level English coaching, but need to access this information all the same. I really appreciate your help and a big thank you for doing so. Also, if you are somebody looking to get into coaching, maybe you're an English coach, or perhaps you are another professional. Maybe you're a life coach, or you might be a mental health counselor. Basically, anybody who is in a caring or supportive profession, or maybe you, you coach people in different academic subjects, I'd like to feature your podcast on my show and give you a chance to reach my audience. Yes, totally free of charge. All you have to do is follow the links down below in the show notes to find out how you can connect with me and send me your files. I will upload them to the show, and you can basically reach my audience and build your own business. There are no catches at all. I'm simply here to offer my platform to help as many other professionals in a related field as myself to reach as many students as we can. And together, I believe we can do a lot better. Thank you for listening again. See you soon.